Hey, this is Joe Namath, and uh, they say it ain't easy being green. Are you ready? The New York Jets can beat anybody in the world, and I think we're going to win next Sunday. The New York Jets. I think Jet fans. Jet fans. Jet fans. Are very passionate. Are Thank you, all you fans. They got their guy. Darnold falling to the Jets. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. That's such an upside. I think Jet fans. Very passionate. Brady sucks. Dolphins sucks. Darn a number lever. Everybody and welcome to the latest edition of the Ain't Easy Being Green podcast, broadcasting to you live from beautiful, amazing Crystal Lake Studios in Putnam Valley, New York. Joined, as always, by my colleague and co-host, none other than the number one Jet fan in the state of Texas, Michael Lagaris. What's up, everybody? We also have on the line the boys from the Weapons Hot podcast, um, our buddies here in the Jet podcasting game, CJ the Painkiller. We got Kevin Jackson on the line. Say what's up, boys. Hey. What's going on? Thanks again for having us. Yeah, of course. And, uh, you know, we just want to let everybody know our fans right off. We have a few things, the four of us, that we like to say. And uh, I got some thoughts I like to share. Our fans don't mind. And I kind of think it's the right thing to do now. I'm just going to start off here and just kind of get right into it because – here on AABG, what we do is we talk sports. You know, we talk the Jets, we talk the NFL, all these peripheral things like that. We try and have fun, uh, make people laugh, have a good time. And you guys, CJ especially, man, you've been doing this much longer than me and Mike. We all love football. We love the Jets. And, you know, I've never really used this platform to discuss politics or social issues that often or the problems that plague our country because people on both sides of the aisle politically listen to our show. And normally, you don't want to alienate anyone. You know, you don't want to hinder your growth, et cetera, et cetera, and all that bullshit. But there comes a time where if you have any platform at all of any size and you choose to keep your opinion silent or your voice silent when you see something you think is wrong, to me, you're part of the problem. Um, the current state of things in our country, I know this might not be a topic. Like we just said, a lot of shows, podcasts, et cetera, are tackling. In a way, I get that. But to me and Mike, this means a lot that you guys joined us because we have a lot of respect for you. And I really want to hear what you guys um, have to say also. So I just want to say thanks again for joining us this week, guys. Yeah, no problem at all. Obviously, people in America, you know, if you have a heart or any empathy or angry or frustrated, me included, you can see that throughout America right now. We saw last week an African-American man murdered in the street by a white police officer while three other officers looked on. And don't mistake that for anything else than what it is. It was a murder. If I hold a person under my knee outside in my driveway for eight minutes, I'm going to jail. Okay, so this comes on the heels in our country of another African-American man being chased down, then gunned down in the streets by a former police officer on the heels of uh, the cops in Louisville shooting an unarmed African-American woman in her apartment who was a first responder, an ER technician, killing her. You know, these stories have gone on for years, for decades, for centuries in our society. It's to the point that 99% of police officers involved in a shooting don't even get charged with a crime. And I know in general for other races it's similar, but it's not 99%. You know, and they have tough jobs. I have family members that are cops. I have a lot of respect for everything that job is supposed to represent. But we obviously have a problem. And this murder that happened last week came at a time in our country where people and politicians and news organizations weaponize racism and push whatever narrative, no matter how vile or ignorant or racist it may be, they push that agenda 
to help people keep voting for them, tuning in, supporting them, regardless of how obviously slanted it may be. Because in America, what we're taught is self-preservation should outweigh the common good, right? That's what history in our country has shown us now, you know, and whether it's veiled or outright racism for politicians or just complete indifference. When it comes to racism from American politicians, it's been consistent. It's been widespread. It's been part of our culture for so long that for African Americans in our country, unfortunately, that's become the norm. That's become the reality. And no matter how many examples we have time after time, incident after incident, it's not addressed by lawmakers and policymakers and judges and mayors and senators and congressmen and anybody with the ability to comprehend this problem and actually do something about it, has stuck their head in the sand. It seems like there's always these half-hearted attempts at change, or there's people are interested in discrimination or racism around election time, and those promises disappear. In the worst cases, the leaders of our country pander to people that don't even see a problem, or they're part of the problem, or they themselves are just outright racists. And make no mistake, if you're pandering to those people... These ignorant, mentally impotent racists that we have in this country, that is the lowest common denominator of human beings that we have representing us. And every single one of you people that think like that, you make me sick, okay? I'm 39 years old, and I've met a lot of people in my life, lots of good people, lots of bad people, everything in between. The God's honest truth. I don't know, and this is my example I want everyone to think about. I don't know a better person in my life than my partner on this show, Michael Garris. I don't know a better father, a better husband, a better human being. He served his country. He got his degree. He's a man of faith, educated, kinds of people. On paper, Mike is all these different American ideals that we strive to be, supposedly, right? But there's people that could hear all those things I just said, and then if I showed them a picture of Mike, because he's an African-American, their, their opinion completely changes. That's the level of hypocrisy that currently exists in our country. And Mike, Mike can be all the things I just mentioned a moment ago and still get pulled over tomorrow and lose his life because he moved the wrong way or says the wrong thing or looks like somebody the cops have a description on. You know, And, and I'll wrap this up, boys, right here. We, we love sports, all of us. And sports can be an amazing unifier with people. There's so many stories of people overcoming um, amazing obstacles, underdog teams, you know, uniting in horrible circumstances, different types of people coming together in all types of different ways to achieve a goal. And to me, what I wish is more people would look at their fellow Americans, regardless of color or race, as actually being on the same team. Because at our core, people are dealing with the same thing, the same issues, the same ups and downs, disappointments. All these things are the same. And it seems like so many people's insecurities prevent them from understanding that point for whatever reason. And I don't have any answers, but I do know the more people that speak up and confront racism and use whatever platform they have and don't stick their head in the sand like so many people have done this week and so many people say stay in your lane. Yeah, you knock yourself out. You stay in your lane because whether it's casual racism or more direct, clear cut form of racism like we've seen from police in the past or with George Floyd last week or even this past week, there were some of these protests. The, I think the better we'll all be as a country if people can just be realistic about what we're dealing with. And Very I'm sorry, good. you know, yeah. and that's, I'm sorry, I'm fired up, guys. That's, that's, that's what I got to say, Mike. And I just, just want to hear what you know. You're coming at it from a completely different perspective. You're down in Houston, man. What are you feeling right now? Yeah. So uh, when there's a problem, I usually try to understand what the uh, desired outcome is, the solution to that problem. And our problem right now, as you can see what's going on, um, people are fighting 
and the solution where we em- want to end up is a place of peace, right? That's where we want to. That's what we want to end up. But there's a problem that's with inside the problem, a problem that the desired co- outcome is not peace for everybody. Some people want to destroy their brother because they hate their brother. Some want revenge because people were evil to them and they want to kill their brother because they were evil to them in, in, in regards. And some want control or power hungry, right? So everybody's goal may not be in the end peace. And that's a problem because if we're not all trying to fight for the same thing, we're never going to end up getting there. And these issues of hate, power, revenge, all of these things that people pursue, they're never going to lead you to peace and fulfillment. You'll be wanting more. You're still going to you're still going to feel empty. Right. Um, I, I have a quick story. I'll say there's a friend of mine, an acquaintance that I didn't know that well. And he told me uh, about what happened with his dad growing up. His dad got divorced, uh, remarried, and then just stopped seeing him almost altogether. Uh, wasn't there for his games, didn't go spend time with him when he was a kid. And uh, he resented his father for that and hated his father for that. And uh, his father wasn't being a, a good father. He didn't love him. He didn't care for him, which is one of the underlying issues that we have in this country. Um, and uh, when my friend got older, he didn't let that affect him. He's a good person, got married, had kids, and he's living his life. And his father asked for forgiveness now in his older age. And I'm talking to him and I could see him almost crying like he wants to forgive his father because he wants to have that relationship with him. But he's so angry at what his dad did to him Mm, mm. that he won't he couldn't let it go. And I told him, I said, hey. You know, sometimes we got to be the bigger guy. Sometimes I know what was done to you was terrible, but to bring to get to a level of peace, sometimes we got to be the bigger person and forgive. And I don't know the outcome after we had that discussion. Uh, I hope that he went and did forgive his father. But if he did and he got to a place of peace with his dad and spent some time, even though he didn't have him growing up and had him with his kids and and where his life is now that's that's peaceful and that's fulfillment and that's where we want to be and that is a selfless direction not a selfish and inwards direction which is what a lot of us are always looking at and when you do something wrong the reverberations are felt everywhere and the original sin of this country was the enslavement of african americans that happened that started 400 years ago. It's a sin that uh, people just don't want to talk about because it's very uncomfortable to talk about. But it happened. You want to say it's uncomfortable, that's fine. But it, but it happened. It's the worst thing that we have done as, as a society, as a people. And uh, um, the, the lasting effects are still being seen today. Enslaving a race of people with the abuse, the destruction of the family structure, and the had devastating effects of the African-American race when when getting initial freedom in the late 1800s, no education, no wealth, no family backbone. They were hated because they were different, never treated equally. My brothers and sisters never treated equally. And 150 years later, the effects on the entire race are still being seen today. Many of my sisters and brothers are still living in poverty. 
not they never grew up with a structured family, didn't have access to generational wealth, not given the same opportunities, had many of those roadblocks stop my brothers and sisters from being able to achieve the American dream. But living in these conditions, you know, a lot of people don't see that. They just see, oh, those people are, you know, when you live in poverty like that and you're not given opportunity and you don't have a father figure or a mother figure or love, if you don't have love, just like I talked about with my friend that the father didn't love him, that negatively affects you and you 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 react to that negatively. And so a lot of my brothers and sisters have had run-ins with the police. But what will happen is if you don't have if you see African Americans engaging with police, sometimes you either say in your heart that, oh, there's another thug. Oh, there they go again. But if you embrace the larger picture and have empathy for the individual and understand that you never walked in their shoes or went through their hardships. Seeing them struggle as individuals calling out for help and you will find it in your heart that uh, your heart doesn't go cold and you don't label an entire race of people just because of the actions of a few, which is one of the worst things that we do in society today. Somebody does something bad. Oh, they're all like that. And that, that, that and that's 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 a major, major, major problem. But empathy, understanding, caring, looking towards these attributes will lead you to a place a fulfillment, a place of rest, a place of peace, where you will not hate your brother, but care for your brother. And if you care for him, your actions will lead to an understanding and lead you to progress in peace between all of us. And just like I said, uh, labeling one, a few actions to a larger group, same goes for cops. We need cops, here's a fact, we need cops. If we didn't have them, there'd be anarchy. Cops are people. And they are not perfect. There are bad cops, just like there are good cops. There are bad people in professions, just like there are bad people in many other professions. The problem with bad cops is that when they do bad things, their effects reverberate in our society tremendously because they affect a lot. Police brutality is a fact, and it's a fact against African-Americans specifically in this country. Okay, But cops have been given power and authority, and in the end, they're here to serve and protect us from one another. Right. So it's important to find solutions to where police respect those who they're policing and that the people respect the police for the service they're trying to provide. Looking for revenge for what happened is not going to leave with violence is never going to lead you anywhere. It's going to lead you empty. But peaceful protesting, which we're seeing, voting, working with neighborhood and city leaders, voicing your opinions respectfully and working to promote change will result in progress. Remove bad actors who want to want power and are looking to 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 hurt people. That's how you you get the, that garbage out of here by putting your voice to work. And in the end, the road to peace is not inward. It's not what you want. Okay, what you want. Everybody wants different things. So there's no place where we're all going to want the same thing. But what is common is what's right. What's right is common to all of us, and all of us know right and wrong. So want to do good things. Always want the truth, and do not ever live by the lie. The right way is love. Love is the right way. Love is the answer, and it never fails. And that's what I got to say. What do you got to say, CJ? All right, well, before I take the pulpit there, I want to actually give Kevin the opportunity to to say his piece before I chime in, because I— I have some thoughts that I'm still putting together, but they're not quite 
hundred percent the way that I want them to flow out. So yeah, no problem. No problem um, at all. Kevin, if you will uh <laughs> please take the floor yeah. on behalf of Weapon Time. Yeah. No, I'm gonna uh I'm I'm gonna remain calm here and I'm just gonna say that I'm I'm really glad that we have the opportunity on this platform to have this type of conversation and I hope that everyone that is a fan of the podcast and that, and that listens to each of us, you know, uh, weekly do our thing and, and, and discuss the, the, the team that we love, recognize that uh, it is just a game. And, and, and if we do take this time that uh, maybe it, it isn't something that should be dismissed as, as moving back towards a distraction because the people that interact with all of these things also have to go through some of the same things that the people that are providing these interactions do. So as human beings, we should, again, kind of to, to, to Mike's point, we should all, we should all have some empathy, but I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say this really, really quickly because you'd have to do hours and hours and hours worth of, of shows every single day for the rest of your life in order to be able to break down what would be necessary in this case. It's an mm -hmm. extremely nuanced and difficult conversation to have because quite, quite simply, it is a matter of choice for people. Mm. Mm. It's, a, it's a matter of, it's a matter of choice. If, if, if you pay attention to what it is that you're, you're, you're seeing right now, uh, in in your social media, and I'll just say that because I know a lot of folks that that interact with us, they interact with us in that sphere. In your social media, you'll you'll probably see quite a bit about you know some of the some of the the coaches and 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 the players and all of this other stuff that's been coming out and 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 them giving their takes on 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 what's happening in society right now. And 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 some of it's been good, some of it's been bad, but you 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 also recognize some of it is just a, a people choosing not to see it from the different perspective that it takes for them to change their understanding about why shit is actually the way that it is. It, 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 I don't want that to sound complicated. If, if you think about your job, you know what you do at work, right? You, you, you know how it works every day because, uh, because you do it every day. If, if you're trying to get something done, you know you can ask Nancy to do it, Nancy to get you copies, Nancy will get you, you know, supplies, Nancy will get you whatever. You know how that works. If Nancy leaves and somebody else, you need to get something from somebody, you know how it works because you've done it. You know, you, you, you understand how it works, that you, you understand how your job works. If you want to recognize how to change and how to improve your understanding, you have to look at it from different perspectives. All right, I want to improve what it is that I need to get done. So I ask Nancy, what else do I need to do to help myself? Mm. That's me trying to improve my understanding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what we need. We don't have people that are trying to improve their understanding. They believe that their understanding is what it should be and they and they're not trying to recognize how to improve it they're not trying to see it from different perspectives nancy might tell you you know what i'm going to keep it real every time you come in here that shit messes up my whole day yeah because then i have to stop what it is that i need to that i have to stop what it is that i'm doing to try to improve my understanding try to better what i'm trying to do in order to help you when this could possibly help you to get better 
at doing what it is that you need to do, and, and this person might be more suited to help you do what it is that you're trying to do. All right, so, so that's a different perspective. And if you see how that works within your job, that you might, you might be right. Yeah, you go to Nancy, but Nancy might not be the best person to get it for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You might have somebody that you can talk to that Nancy could put you in charge with that, that, could, that could make sure that you get that stuff that you need sent to you, you know, in, in, in the intervals that you need it. You understand how that works? It, you're understanding how your job works better. Mm-hmm. Right. Racism is kind of like that. You, people aren't trying to recognize how things are better suited by integrating other people into this because they, they believe that they are better than someone else. So they're never going to be able to improve their understanding. They're never going to be able to learn how to function within society if they have that type of mentality. But right. you have to have somebody that wants to change that mentality. This is about having somebody that wants to say, you know what, that isn't right. Why really, what really is the difference between this person and that person? This is, this is a spiritual thing. Yeah. You know what, I'm I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to reel this in right now, just because, again, it, it is, it's such a big thing. This is not a small thing. This is not something that we can encapsulate in 10 or 15 minutes. There's too many things to discuss. There's too many, there's too many issues with, 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 with do people really recognize how long this has been going on and, and why people are protesting? Are, are, are people still tone deaf to the fact that when, when somebody took a knee to protest that this stuff was going on, they still think that it has to do with the disrespecting troops and the American flag, which is, which is, a, which is a, a piece of cloth. When you're talking about people dying, when you're talking about people disproportionately being affected and people's lives being, 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 being taken, people's lives being changed you know, forever. Think about this. You, you, you hear all of these different uh, people saying, oh, what about black-on-black crime? Or what about, uh, what, what about uh, you know, fatherless household? What about all of this? All of that stuff is affected by that. All of those things are affected by that. Again, that's another layer in this conversation. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to get too deep in that. But but all of those things have they all of those things have effect. It's cause and effect, and we have to talk about them individually in order to be able to affect all of them the way that we need them to be. But people have to want to do that. So if if you if you're hearing me right now, if you know somebody, ask somebody. If you really if if, if you really I don't I don't know if you have a if you have a question, a- ask the question. Improve your perspective. Go into it with an open heart, with 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 genuine, you know, in, intent to learn. I, I, my dad used to say it all the time: the, the the best the best student is is a willing pupil, is a willing student. You have to want to. That means you're going to do the work that it takes to actually learn and build. And once you and when you learn, when you change your perspective, it changes your understanding. It changes how you see things. It changes why it is that you act the way that you act. It it, it changes you know so many different things. But the outcome is that it affects everyone else. Yeah. Not just it. It just doesn't affect you. It affects everyone else. And 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 this is this is big, man. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to keep this real. There's, yeah. there's way too there's way too much there's way too much in this right now. I'm just going to say this. I'm angry because I've been affected by it personally, multiple occasions. I lived in Long Beach, California. I lived in New York. I lived, I lived a few places in, in, in New York where, where I've been affected by it. So this is not just something where, you know, it, 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 
if you if if you have don't have it happen to you, you kind of don't you kind of don't get it. It's one of those things. But that's what I'm talking about about perspective. You have to want to understand that. Absolutely. You said exactly the truth. You gotta want to. All right, CJ. CJ, you want to close it out for us here, brother? Yeah, absolutely. Um, look, I'm not qualified in any way, shape, or form to be able to talk about politics and racial matters and so on and so forth. I can only go by my own personal experience and what I've seen and what I've read, what I've seen on television, and some of the personal experiences that that I've been a part of. Uh, I have a great deal, many black friends, and I, I worry for them. I worry for them every single day because to me, it's not about the color. It's not about color of skin. To me, it's about the type of person that you are. Because look, we have assholes in every single ethnicity there is out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. You've got tools in every single ethnic category out there known to men. And they are always going to be the ones to fuck it up for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I I don't want to turn this into a rant. So I'm so like like my co-host, Kevin, I, I'm trying to reel it in as well. As you could tell, I'm, I'm a little bit somber about it because this is a conversation that unfortunately this country has been avoiding to have. But now they have to have it because it's become the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Because now we watched a man who did not deserve to have his life taken away from him, basically killed by a police officer who overstepped his bounds. Now, I have a lot of friends that are police officers. I have a lot of friends that are firefighters. I have a lot of friends that are emergency medical technicians and paramedics. I have a lot of friends that are National Guards members. Okay. I have a lot of friends who work in different areas of law enforcement and also in civil service, whether it be on the front lines of health care or in the backdrop. And I fear for all of them because what happened is you have the actions of one individual who did not respect the badge, who did not respect his principles and the oath that he took when he graduated the police academy, okay, to serve and protect the public. Instead, he chose to make a very bad decision which cost the man his life. And he had three other idiots that stood there and watched as and in horror. And again, a man lost his life. Now, we turn our attention to the riots that are happening in the streets. The looting that is happening in the streets. To me, there's no need for that. Because we already know as a society that there are people that are angry out there. We already know as a society that racism is still very much alive and well in this country. And uh, I'll allude back to what Michael had stated. You know, when you think about before the Civil War, when Abraham Lincoln abolished slavery in this country, that was probably the single worst thing that has ever happened in this country's history. Ever. And you know what? The problem is, is that instead of taking that book And burying it so deep in the ground. And burning it to the point where you can't even make out the ashes. That book continues to be brought up. And brought up again. And brought up again in many different forms. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the problem is. Is that. All of us. As a society. 
we have ne we have never been faced with having to deal with a problem that we don't want to deal with. And that's exactly what we are faced with right now. We need to have that very uncomfortable conversation in the eyes of some people that, in my opinion, is long overdue. Because we had a civil rights movement. We had an, uh, we had, we had an equal rights movement in this country. We had a bunch of different things. But then as soon as we have all of these movements, then change happens for a little bit and then it reverts back to the same bullshit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what's there to say that, yeah, we can have all of these conversations and we can have all of these protests and there's all these rioting, the, the rioting and looting and so on and so forth that, that, that happens. And then a few months later, we're going to be right back to the same shit. No, if the change is going to happen, then it's got to happen. You got to either shit get off the pot. A and the problem is, is that you have too many people in this country with this elitist mentality. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that they know better and everybody else beneath them, their opinion doesn't count because they don't know shit. And that's not the way that this country was, was built on. That's not what our forefathers bled for. That's not what the hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of soldiers who died in every single war to defend to serve, to serve, protect, and defend this country from all, from all threats, foreign and domestic. That's not what they died for. They didn't die so some idiot could pick up a brick and go and throw it through the front window of the Louis Vuitton building and go and steal 50 purses because he's going to go sell them on eBay. They didn't die for that. Mm. They didn't die for that, okay? And personally, I think that by all of this looting, you are basically spitting in the face of the Floyd family who is already trying to grieve for, for the loss of their loved one. And you are basically using their death as an excuse to go out and to be an asshole, to hide behind, this is, we are protesting. We are protesting because we are angry. And you are doing nothing but being a selfish little bastard and trying to profit from somebody else's misery. That's what you're trying to do. Let's call All it right. what the it is, All okay? Right. This is a moment I'm going to step in. And I'm going to provide you with a little bit of perspective. Please, please, please do. Okay. I could use all the perspective I can get. This is, this is, this is, <laughs> this is, yes, it, 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 it stems from an action that involved George Floyd. That's where it stems from. Right. But that's not all of what it is. No, of course not. Take a look well, at what happened is, to Rodney is, King in the 80s. Is, oh, it, hold on, just, 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 just a second, because I, want, I, want to, I just want to give you a little perspective and then I'm going to shut up. This is what I'm saying about having to understand the nuance in this conversation. Because if, if you understand what racism is in this country and why it is that police brutality is what it is and why it is that the systemic nature of racism in this country is what it is and how it affects all of the people that are, that are literally the ones that are screaming out. The protest, the, the, the protest is, is a reality because people decide that they need to step out in the streets. But if you look at those protests, a lot of those people are, 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 are people who are affected, but also supporters of the cause. And they might not be black folks. It's true. Right. But the issue, and this is what it is that I, I, I want to just continue to draw focus on. The issue 
is not the one instance. The instance is that every single day, every single moment, every single time I put my keys in my car and I pull out of my driveway. So when you talk about looting and when you talk about that, just think about if you had to, if you had to sustain that type of pressure every single day. Pretty much what he's saying is uh, you get a man and you just beat his ass and 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 continue doing it and continue to and continue to one day. He's just going to burn the whole damn house down. Right. And, and, and he ain't going to give it and, 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 and he ain't going to care and he ain't going to care. Even beyond that, even beyond that, even beyond that. Some of what it is that you're seeing, CGI, is, is, is you're absolutely correct. There are people that are capitalizing mm -hmm. on this, but that that's not the story, and that shouldn't right, be the story. The story. That's, that's, that shouldn't be the story. We, right. we, 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 I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep this real. I, at, at this point in time, those are the ones that need to be being arrested. Yeah. Those are if, yep. if you got if you if you got cops lining up and doing shit like that, then yeah, protect the building. But 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 don't line up and, and, and shoot at protesters. Don't line up and shoot at people that honestly have a reason to be frustrated. You mm -hmm. exacerbate the problem, and then what it is that you have is you have people that, that get pissed off and they throw something because they're being shot at. Again, again, uh, Spotty, the protesters that are protesting, what's the intent? The intent is that they want to be treated equal. That comes from a good. It comes from a good place. It comes from a good place because they're tired of the institutional. It's, it's, it's not a good place. It's it, it, not it, a good place. It's a. It's a fucking horrible place. No, 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 no. You don't understand what I'm saying. I, no, is, is, I, 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 heard, I, I get what you're saying, but it's not. It, but this is. This is why. This is why this conversation is necessary to have because this is the perspective that you need to have. As a black man, it's not acceptable to say that it comes from a good place. It's not a good place. It's a fucked up ass place. And that's why people are pissed off. Agreed. And any and, and, yeah, and anytime agreed. any and anytime somebody says, you know what, I don't like the fact that you, you, you lashed out because you're pissed off. No. Now you're not dealing with the root issue. Right. Let's deal with the root issue. We, we 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 talked earlier about wanting to find solutions and, 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 and to try to how to how to how to resolve the issue. If you want to resolve the issue, you have to recognize the cause. Because right. the only right. way to exactly. the only the only way to, to to find the answer is to know the the the, the variable to understand. It, it, Spot, this, this, it's simple. It's simple math, right? And can I just say something real quick and just yeah. lend it into what Spotty said, man? If you live in America and and you're African American and most most police forces are predominantly white, most judges are predominantly white, most politicians are predominantly white. And this happens over and over again. The type of situation George Floyd got himself into, which shouldn't have went how it went, but it did. When that happens long enough, I don't know what that feels like, but I, in my mind, just trying to be empathetic, like Spotty said, and trying to be like, let me think about that perspective. You might right. feel hopeless where you're like, yo, no one's got my back. Nobody has my back. And in right. my life, I know I'm talking about Keith as a human. When I've felt that way, I know how I reacted and it's never been in a good way. People that I love that are like my brothers, other people think they know them like I know them just because of the color of their skin. Right. I'll, never know what, I'll never know what that feels like. But right, other people, right. like Spotty said when he was talking, other people for some reason think they already know. They're like, I know, I know, I know what, I know what that right. person's all about because they've lived in their bubble of safety their entire life or, or their bubble of whatever ideology was passed down to them. They've lived in that. They've lived in that for years and years, and they, they keep getting up. Look, look at this guy. Look at this. Look at this other example. And what people do when all of us take the worst portion 
of a, of a group of people, and that's the point. That's the portion we point to, and we think everybody's like that. That right. is so right. stupid. And right, exactly, because that's what no. that's what ends no. up happening, and that's what ends up happening with a lot of the perspective that is now being viewed on every major news channel across America. They are looking at the actual worst of the worst, and they're painting they're, they're painting this picture that this is how all people are. Meanwhile, right. none of the peaceful protests is getting any type of media coverage. None of the none of the the protest organizers of the peaceful protests are be are giving are being given any type of credit whatsoever or any type of kudos for going out there for marching, working with the police. In some areas, you actually have police officers that are actually marching with the protesters. Okay, that they know. That what had happened was wrong. They know that this conversation needs to happen. They know that change needs to happen. Right. And the problem is, is that we are so we we are a society that is so fixated on violence and on hate and on chaos and on anarchy and and self-preservation. Like I I said before. All the, especially when it comes to politicians, because if we're gonna, ha- if anything actually changes, right, which it, which it hasn't, it's it's gonna have to be through politicians. It's gonna have to be through lawmakers and policymakers. And if for as long as things have gone on, they haven't changed. I mean, why would anyone think they would at this point in life? It's 2020, and we right. thought we took all these steps forward, and then you see people use racism, even though they know it's wrong. Yeah, because they right. go, okay, if I stay in this corner and I say these things, the people that I want to vote for me will still vote for me because that's what they want to hear. Right. And, and you, you would think right. we're not that stupid, but we are. I'm going to bring up something, and then, Mike, I'm going uh, to let you segue, uh, uh, segue right into your point. Okay, there was, was there's a movie that came out in the, uh, I want to say the 90s, called The American President with Michael Douglas. Okay? And there's a famous line that he says close to the end of the movie. He says the biggest the biggest thing that the biggest thing that some presidential candidates will say now I'm paraphrasing here I'm not going to quote it verbatim okay is they do two things presidential candidates are interested in two things and two things only they're making you they tell you what the problem is they make you afraid of the problem and then they tell you who to blame for it and that's how they win election but let but let me ask you something do you solve the problem by doing that and the answer to the question is no. You know why? Because nobody's got balls to stand up there behind the microphone, behind the pulpit, and actually can address the problem with the American people and say, we need to change as a society. Uh, Sp- Spotty, I just wanted to clarify. Well, when I said well, when I said that uh, from a good place, what I'm talking about is there's people out there protesting and not coming from a selfish place, a place where they're trying to just benefit themselves. They're actually out there trying to benefit the cause for everybody, right? Um, but there are actors out there everywhere that use any situation to try to get value for their lives on the cheap. And that's wrong. No matter what you do, if you're doing it from a selfish place, like what I was saying before, you're not going to ever be fulfilled. And you're doing it for you and you alone. And that's the problem with all of this, because people don't care about one another or care to try to find a solution to find a place where we can come together and 
move forward. So those out there who are protesting peacefully, whose intent is that I'm trying to bring change peacefully, that's what I mean when I say comes from a good place, because they're not coming from a place of revenge or hate. They're coming from a place of this is wrong, this is messed up, and this is to change for everybody. People don't have the same perspective on this because mm-hmm. they don't yep. they don't see, you know, on a daily basis these people that they they wouldn't understand why would be standing in, in out in the middle of the street screaming. And and again to, to the to the point about the bad actors, and, I, and I'm I'm sorry, but but again this is this is a, a it is a a, a sensitive uh, you know kind of a, a topic to discuss, mm-hmm. and and, and then obviously we'll escalate. Um, tone, but I, I don't want to, you know, escalate to the point of violence. So obviously I, I wasn't mad at the thought process. I, I was thinking about that. I'm sorry I, I interjected the way that I did, but no, it's cool, man. I, I think, I, I think the, the, the point was that I, I got it, but that's kind of the, the point because when, when, when you're having this discussion, you, you, you gotta have to be careful how it is that you word it. Right. Um, right. If, 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 if you want to make sure that you don't lose certain people. So, uh, th- there are going to be some folks that as soon as you say, "Oh, see, I see, look, he's getting angry." Mm, I'm not angry. I'm frustrated. I'm, I'm, I'm right. hurt. I'm pissed off. I'm, I'm, I'm all of these things. I might not be angry. Yeah. But y- you really have to understand how deep this goes. It, it's not just, you know, this conversation about policing. It's not just, you know, when when you really think about it. The, the point about politics is 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 that the the, the politics are a, a a reflection of society, and that's where the changes really need to to begin. Mm-hmm. When, when, when society when society changes, that's when the politics change because that's when people and, and I think that if, if if Donald Trump himself has done nothing else, I think he's he's sparked uh, uh, an understanding in some folks who normally wouldn't be involved uh, to, to be involved in in what politics is. But that again, that's a, that's a societal change. They realize mm-hmm. how it was affecting them uh, in, in their daily lives and and how it was affecting people around them in their daily lives. And, and I'm loving the fact that the young kids are getting involved in this also, but 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 the, 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 that's part of the issue. Racism is deeper than that. It yes. it, it, it goes it, it goes even further than that. And that you know we're we're kind of getting way into the in, yeah. into the you know into the into the breakers right now. But that's yeah, no, you're you're talking you're talking about the socioeconomics of racism, which people I'm, have I'm no clue about. I'm talking about exactly, but, yep. but and, and 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 recognizing and, and and that's a great point. But recognizing that the socioeconomic is still only one aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, it's one. It's just huge, one aspect of and it. That, right. And that. But that's exactly. the one aspect that has spider webs off and has so many other ramifications. And that's something yeah, that right. for a lot of white Americans in this country, not something that's their reality. So then you don't care about it. They don't right. they don't live around. They don't live around us. Right. They don't live around us. They they, they, they only interact with us w- w- when they're entertaining themselves. And, and I mean, in, in most cases, you know, even even now when kids are going to school, you know, it, 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 it's difficult. If you really look at the, 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 the contributions of 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 of. of Black people around the world, not just African Americans. Period. With black people around the world, contributions to science, contribution to medicine, contribution to to mathematics and 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 space programs and all this other stuff. We're involved in all of that. So it's not like again the the the, the conversation to be made is that we are inferior and people look at us like we're different or like we're like we're less than. That is yeah. what that's what racism is. Yeah. It, it's deeper than all of that shit. Right. It's really when, when you look at me. Is the first thing that you think, oh shit, you know, and 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 and, and for the most part, 
that's what we need to combat. People, people need to be discussing why that's happening. Spotty, it's hate, right. what, it's spotty. What, what, what it is is hatred. It's yeah, hatred. Period. Really, it's, it's hatred. Period. period. It's that's what it is. It's not but, loving but, people. But, but it's why? Hating. But why? But but why hate us? Our, our government, congressmen, senators. You know, the actual government that represents us. If you look at our country, then look at that. It's not representative of America. The exactly. amount of it's not, it doesn't have the amount of African-Americans or Latinos it doesn't have the same percentage of people who are congressmen, senators, mayors or, or work in all these high level positions in the FBI and all the different branches of the government. It's not even close to representative of our actual population. Every one of you guys spoke and every one of you guys taught me something. So thank you very much. And that was different yeah, viewpoints. Yeah. And we're all you know, we're all in different parts of the country. So but if you guys really listen to what everybody was saying, um, everyone kind of had a very similar message, man. If you guys are paying attention out there, and uh, you, 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 you just normally... gotta want to change, you just gotta want to change. That's it. It, 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 really it, 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 it is a love thing, but you can it, 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 Again, I, I don't want to get too deep, but you know, when they say that it's the love of the Lord, the Lord teaches you agape love, which means you love everybody regardless. Um, and 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 I also say this, and and I'll, I'll just wrap with this, but you know, He made us all different for a reason, right? God, 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 God is, 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 is clever. God is smart. He made us all different for a reason, and he's, he's wanting us to practice agape love. So that means love everyone. That's, That's right. the root of it. We, we have to kind of get beyond what other people look like and just deal with the person and the people. And, and, Amen. And it, Absolutely. You know, and may, hey, ABG people and weapon style people, it may not be what you normally tune into the squad for, but everyone who listened, thank you, thank you for hearing us out. All three of you guys, thank you very much. Man, you really dropped some wisdom on us, CJ. Spotty, you guys, you guys are very eloquent. Came to things that were of a much more important nature, uh, important nature. So I really do appreciate it, CJ. If anyone wants to get at Weapons Hot, hear you guys, listen to you guys, support you in any way, shape, or form. How could they do that? Well, for starters, you can follow us on Twitter at CNC Jets Factor. You can follow me at JetsFan0523. My partner in crime, Mr. Kevin Jackson at Spotty Blackman. Ladies, make sure you write that down in your little black books. Okay, like you could also you could also shoot the show an email, weaponshotpodcast at gmail.com. We got a Facebook page. You can check us out on soundcloud.com, on spreaker.com forward slash sports world radio, and very soon on the worldwide sports radio network. Awesome, man. Mike, tell them what's up with ABG. Uh, we're hosted on the Elite Sports Radio Network. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spreaker.com. Please follow us on Facebook at AEBG.jetsradio on Twitter at AEBG underscore NYJ podcast and on Instagram at jet.aebg. Awesome. You heard the man on behalf of CJ Spotty, the biggest Jet fan in the state of Texas, Michael Lagaris. My name is Keith Farrow. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Get at you next week. Peace out. Hey, this is John Amos, and uh, they say it ain't easy being green. Are you ready? The New York Jets can beat anybody in the world, and I think we're going to win next Sunday. The New York Jets. I think Jet fans. Jet fans. Jet fans. Are very passionate. Are Thank you, all you fans. They got their guy. Darnold falling to the Jets. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. That's such an upside. I think Jet fans. Very passionate. Brady sucks. Don't be the sucks. I want a number leaver.